Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mikey G and Friends podcast. This is a podcast where I, Mikey, get to sit down with my friends and have conversations, and you get to listen in. Now, today I'm excited because I get to have one of my personal heroes and good friends, Adrian Greer, on the podcast. Adrian is the founder and executive director of My Third Place, which is a local organization in the city of Azusa, California, that seeks to serve and support students in middle school and high school through their teenage years. Adrian is also a father, husband. He's a school board member on the Azusa Unified School District School Board. He's also a pastor at Foothill Community Church in Azusa. And so today we get to hear from Adrian's insight wisdom, life experience, and story, and I know that you will enjoy this podcast episode. So without further ado, here's my interview with Adrian Greer. All right, so I'm here with Adrian Greer, and Adrian, how's it going, sir? It's good to see you again, man. Always good, always good, Mikey. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Good, good. And so as I said in the introduction, I've known Adrian for quite a number of years now and this guy's taught me a lot and so I always try to bring friends on that have taught me a lot about life to get people's stories and so Adrian just so people get to know kind of who you are what do you do for work what kind of has you busy I know you split up some time with uh, my third place and then you're also a father husband uh, on school board for the Azusa Unified School District and so kind of What's what's all that encompass these days? Yeah, so uh, so I'll say I definitely wear a few hats, um, and and that's really been the case as as far back as I can remember. Um, so there's all kinds of different hats that I wear, but I'll say um, some of the primary hats that I that I wear, like professionally, if you will, um, would be yeah, I'm the the founder executive director of my third place, um, which is a youth mentorship discipleship organization in the city of Azusa. Uh, I also am an associate pastor at Foothill Community Church, uh, also in Azusa. And then I am, um, yeah, I was elected on the uh, Board of Education here in the city of Azusa as well. So those are kind of some of the primary hats I wear. Other things that I do, um, of course, but but that's that's some of the, some of those main um, roles that I that I play. And so, what what do you enjoy about that? I know uh, my third place has kind of been around for a while now. You've uh, founded that a few years ago and you've also uh been on the school board since uh 2018 and so over the span of that time and pastoring what do you enjoy about that what do you find gives you life in that work that you do yeah I, and, and i guess my you know in thinking about that there are so many things that come to mind there are so many things that come to mind um one thing that i'll say though just just that i've kind of learned about myself as i have grown as a as a professional is um, I don't know that I could really, hmm, I, I wonder how much I would struggle like with a nine, a regular nine to five. Um, and, you know, just kind of going somewhere and clocking in at nine, you know, taking my lunch a few hours later, making sure I get my, you know, my two 10, 15 minute breaks and then clocking out at five and leaving work at um, like at work. Um, I don't know how much I could do that because, because yeah, the, the, the things that I, uh, that, that do bring me so much life are just so much more dynamic than that. And so, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for me to, to, to have one day where I'm doing multiple things and I don't even know like which category is this, is this my third place, Adrian, or is this <laughs> pastor Adrian, or is this school board Adrian? And, and some of those times when I, when I can say, you know, I don't even know, 
um, uh, th those are sometimes some of the, the richest, uh, richest days. Um, but I, I'd say kind of generally across the board um, in, in life, I feel called to be a bridge builder. And, and so yeah. with that calling, anytime I run into situations or scenarios where where I feel like God using me in those moments and in those roles um, to, to, to make a bridge, whether it's like there's a trust divide or whether there's a, um, a belief divide or a competency divide and where I can be somebody that, that can be a bridge or, or help to facilitate that bridge being built, you know, between those two things. Um, that's probably what I, um, what, what, what brings me the most life and the most joy. And so uh, I know that you founded my third place what kind of brought you to that point of founding my third place? What what uh, ignited in you this call, if you will, to found this organization? Yeah, I think you know, as I have been working with, I've been working with youth for like the past 15, 16 years, and then before that, I was a youth myself, and and so I know for me, um, it has a lot to do with my experiences as a youth. Uh, to me, it's really inter interesting because I will I will oftentimes run in circles with with adults or, or or with folks who kind of I gather that maybe they have forgotten um, what it was like when they were 15 and when they were 16, and and because they've forgotten what it's like when they were 15, 14, 12, because they've forgotten this age or or they think it was it, it was irrelevant to you know to their maybe to their development. Um, that that age kind of gets written off and I think it's a gets a bad rap but I think that that age is is just so formative um, there's so much going on um, and I know that that was the case for me and so when I was growing up you know I was wrestling with um, like one, one I'll say one of the big things for me that I was wrestling with was like identity because of my father I um, mean because of like a lack of just affirmation and acceptance and, and, and love and feelings of that my dad was proud of me or even like cared a whole lot about me. Like that was huge for me. And that, that pushed me into a lot of like negative pathways and, and, and going in negative directions. And so for me in my own life, um, after like depression and, and, you know, contemplating whether I even wanted to be alive and even taking steps to, to do something about that um, in my early, you know, uh, late teens, um, it, 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 for me, I, I finally came to a point where like after a car accident and all kinds of other stuff, like God really got it, grabbed a hold of me and grabbed a hold of my life and, and really helped me to see that like, uh, God was calling me and I had an opportunity to be for some young people. What I wished that, that, you know, I had had, you know, instead of up until that point, I had always asked like, why me? When I looked at some of the situations or circumstances in my life, I, I think I played more of a victim role. And, and, and for the first time, I, you know, through God, I felt empowered to, instead of asking why me, instead considering like, what are the ways that God, the, the, the reasons and the purpose that God can bring forth from some of those experiences. And so I started engaging young people. And as I started engaging young people and being able to, to connect and relate to them. And again, before I realized it, being somebody who was building some of those bridges for, for some of those young people, mm. um, the more I did it, the more I, I just sensed that, you know, it was just, it was right. Um, and it was where God wanted to, me to be. And as I took day-to-day -day steps, continuing to respond to what God called me to be, I found myself doing that. Um, and again, long, long story short, um, it was a, a, you know, a handful of years ago where I kind of looked around in my own community and I saw that there were 
so many great things that were going on. You know, there were great churches. And so if you were somebody who, uh, uh, you know, a kid who was just looking for a place to connect and to, to grow in your, your faith with, with, with God, like there are places to do that. Or, or if you're struggling with, with homework and you were looking for a place just to kind of get help and assistance with, with that, there's places for that. But again, as I thought back on my own life growing up, I don't know that I would have fit in any one of those places. And when mm. I think of other kids who were, who were like me, who wasn't going to show up to a church, and honestly, I didn't even need a whole lot of help with my homework back back in the day. But what I needed was like, I, I needed people in my life and I, I needed, you know, needed a place to go where I could belong um, and, and experience some of that acceptance that, that I, I so longed for. Um, and so that's, that's a lot of what my third place has, has been able to do is to kind of ask what, what is missing and how can we be that and, and create it, you know, create what you wish existed as opposed to just sitting around and wishing um, that something was there and waiting for, for, you know, someone or something to do something about it. And so my third place grew out of looking at your community and saying, Hey, my community has this going well. My community has that going well. My community needs this. And so you were looking at your own individual lo local community and saying, this is what my community needs. So I'm going to do it. And so how much of that then do you think translated into you running for school board and you kind of pursuing that? Yeah, that, that's an in interesting question. Um, I'd say it's it's definitely in line with the same thing. Like like over overall in my life, I definitely like I said, I feel called to be a bridge builder. And and with you know, I grew up here in the city of Azusa, and I went to schools here, and and now I run in circles with people like who are in the area who aren't necessarily in Azusa, and <laughs> Azusa a lot of times gets a bad rap. I'll even say like like one of the ways that I feel called to be a bridge builder is even you know Azusa Pacific University is here within the city kind of <laughs> and then there's also and then, and then there's of. like the, and then there's the rest of the city and and one of the ways that i feel called to be a bridge builder is even bridging that um but i think like yeah. there are certain stigmas um and and just i think misunderstandings of, of who and what the city of azusa is and so, so you'll have you a lot of times have folks from the uh from the university who kind of like stay away and are maybe afraid of azusa so all that to say like um when it was a couple of years ago and, and just kind of looking at some of the things that were going on um, in the city, in the school district, hearing just people, you know, talking and saying some of the things that they were saying about the, the district. And I'll say some of what they were saying was true. Um, and I was disappointed because there were people from the school district who like, <laughs> not enough, I would say not enough people on the school district side who I felt were saying, yeah, we, that's a that's a weakness. We need to grow in these areas. And then on the other side, there were like great things going on, and there weren't enough people, you know, kind of kind of celebrating and championing whether it's successes of of students or programs, and and whatnot. So again, that call to be a to be a bridge builder, um, I, I sensed it, um, and I really I really wrestled with it because uh, I was relatively newly remarried um, at the time. And, and um, you know, I definitely have my plate full already. And so the question kind of came up like, is this something I should be doing with, with my time? And, and um, as uh, me and my wife, we kind of talked about it and, and prayed about it and processed it. She, she actually was pushing me harder than I was pushing myself um, to, to do it. Um, we ultimately decided that, that it would be the, the right move. And I'll say like, retrospectively, I'm grateful. Um, and I see the ways that, that God, again, is using me to, to be that bridge builder um, and, and, and to, to bring a perspective to the table that isn't there. 
but I will say I didn't, nobody said there was going to be like a worldwide global pandemic where all schools were going to be <laughs> shut down, uh, you know, within my first couple years of, of being on the school board. So um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you can't really prepare for it, but, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm so grateful to, to, to be, uh, have a seat at the table and represent my community. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's something that you taught me and something that I just want to highlight is like the idea of what, you know, I went to Azusa Pacific. And so I've had a couple people uh, that I've interviewed that uh, have been a part of Azusa Pacific, or maybe that I will interview that I met at Azusa Pacific. But one of the things that I realized, and one of the reasons that our friendship came to be what it was, and was because I interned for you, um, because I really felt this call of like, what does it look like for university students who oftentimes neglect and leave the community to then go into the community, to go meet residents, to go meet citizens of the community and to make a difference in the community instead of just saying, you know what, Azusa's over there, I'm not gonna look at Azusa. Um, and so for any college student that may listen to this, for any even, you know, APU or otherwise, it's just that calling that reminder of being a uh, bridge into the community, going into your community. And maybe anybody in general is what impact can you make in your local community? You know, as we enter into uh, this new season, um, you know, at the time of this recording, there will be um, a new president soon. Uh, or, you know, it's looking like that at least. And so, uh, but how do we make an impact in our local community? Um, because we can't always make such a big impact on the national scale, but we can make an impact in our local community. And so kind of shifting gears a little bit, what is one thing that you feel passionate about, whether it's your work or not? Sometimes people uh, are not, pat you know, are not passionate. I know you have passion for your work, but what is one thing you feel you're passionate about? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, some, some of my answers may seem repetitive. Um, and I think that's because I, I recognize that, that I am within the unfortunately um, few, like the blessed few, like there, there are not as many in this position who actually get to get up every day and, and live and do the things that they love and that they are passionate, you know, most passionate about. Um, and so I'm, I, because I'm in that category, um, you know, uh, I, I go back to some of those, to some of those same things. Um, and that's where I say like, yeah, being, being a bridge builder, like that is, that is my, that is my passion. And again, what does that look like? And I, and I've, I've learned this about myself, you know, over the course of the years that, that, uh, bridge builder manifests itself in so many different ways. Uh, another way to look at that is like, uh, peacemaking. And, and I would, I would, um, I would challenge everyone to recognize that there's a difference between peacemaking and peacekeeping that like keeping the peace sometimes causes people to like appease and kind of like avoid conflict to just kind of keep the peace. You're just trying to keep, keep it cool, but actually like making peace to be a part of the peacemaking. There's oftentimes conflict that you have to go through, or, or if you, if you are a bridge, you will get walked on. And that, and that's a part of it. And I think that there's a, that there's a grace that's, that's needed. Um, and I definitely feel that, you know, that grace over, over my life. And so that, that's, that's what I feel most passionate about young people. When you have young people who, who feel like they're, they're left out, they're forgotten, like there is no hope that there is no future building that bridge. Um, 
people who don't know God and don't and 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 as I once did, you know, felt empty and 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 you know, questioned what is even the purpose of life and 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 should I even be alive? Bridging that, you know, that bridge, um, just just time and time again, and in different instances, um, absolutely for sure, it's it's you know, being the bridge that bridge builder. Hmm. And so, uh, what's one thing that you have been learning in this season of your life? You know, what's one thing that uh, as you um, grow, as you continue in these roles that you've been in, as you continue in your calling, what is one thing that you've been learning about? Um, yeah, same. I mean, there, there are a number of things. And, and you know, I, I could certainly answer that question, like in the context of, of, of COVID um, and everything that's going on. But I'll, but I'll even I'll even zoom out a little bit and say that um, I think that I'm I'm I am at a season and at a place like professionally where I'm recognizing that there I think that there are some like there is some raw talent or or skills you know that I that I bring to the to the table and and and, and ways that God has blessed me. Um, but then there are also some things that are like basic that like everybody seems to have a handle on. And then those are some of the things that trip me up. Like, like I know I'm notorious for like not being great at like getting back to people. Like I am, and I know you know that, Mike. <laughs> like, like I, like <laughs> hey, I, I have I, to schedule a podcast <laughs> recording just to be able to catch up. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, I'm notorious for that. Um, and, 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 and there are other things and, 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 you know, like for me, I could, I could go up and speak in front of, you know, thousands of people. And, and, and that's not, that isn't in and of itself necessarily a challenge, but like texting everybody back that sent me a text message is like, uh, you know, that, that one, that one gets me. Um, and so all that to say, I feel like there are some, there, there may be some skill or some talent um, that, that I, I, I definitely feel blessed to be able to bring to the table. But, but I think that sometimes um, it's overshadowed with some of those like just baseline things um, that I wish I had a better um, handle on. Um, and, and as I, you know, work with my team, you know, I'm reminded of it, you know, I'm reminded when I, you know, when I become the bottleneck, you know, at certain things and, and, and run, to, run into some of those same, same issues and same challenges. Um, and so I'm, I'm really committed, like in this season to, to really taking um, next steps to like, make sure that I under fully understand um, and, and just get a better handle on some of those simple, some of those simple basic things. Yeah. And so what is one thing that you feel proud of yourself that you've done in your life? Yeah, I, I would say that, um, you know, among those things, um, what what comes immediately to mind is my relationship with my daughter. Um, I have mm. I have one daughter. Um, and and I think the reason why is because Again, what was really formative to my own life was my relationship with my dad or, or you know, the lack thereof. Um, and I know that there are a lot of, a, a lot of times where, where people in my position who have, you know, not great relationships with, with their dad, dads, um, they, especially, especially young men, I feel like they oftentimes, not always, but they oftentimes emulate some of those same things that they've seen and, and kind of reproduce some of that same, like, whether it's destruction or, or just lack of life um, and, and, and the, the lack of relationship with their ch children, because 
it's difficult if you haven't seen it modeled, it's difficult then to, to model that if you don't have those tools, if, if you never had a chance to, to see those tools developed and or lived out in, in someone else, then, then how, you know, how can I be a father that I've never seen? Um, and so um, I, I think I, I really wrestled with that a, a lot. You know, I think I put, I have um, in years past, put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, I remember when, when my daughter was first born and I was just determined, like I was going to be this great dad. Like I was going to be a good dad. And then like, she would cry and I wouldn't know what to do. Like, or I, like I would, I, I thought I was going to be like this, this baby whisperer. And I was going to just like, I don't know um, if she, I know what kind of cry that is. She just needs, the, and, and just right away, just, just get it and understand it. And I didn't, and it was hard. Um, and I wasn't good at it. And, and I, and I, and, and that really hit me for a while. And, and, and it, it took me several months to like, you know, be able to give myself some grace, um, and, and, and release some of those pressures, um, that I, that I was putting over myself and really, truly take it like day by day. And, you know, and so my daughter now she's being nine, her being nine years old, she just turned nine, like her eighth year of life was by far like the greatest year. And then the year before that, and the year, every year it's just gotten better and better. And, you know, I've worked with teens long enough to know that like we could get to an age where maybe it plateaus, like you know, where, where I say like, you know. Other teenage years right. are coming up. <laughs> right, like 14, 15, we can skip those. We can skip those, but um, but no, it, it, but it, it really has has been fun. And, and so like there are times where she'll come over and like, you know, crawl on me. Um, and, and I'll smile. Cause I'll just, I'll just realize that like, I couldn't do that in, you know, when I was a, when I was a child and, and, or, or, you know, the conversations that we'll have and how she shares with me about her life and her perspectives on life. Um, how, how we'll have conversations about like how she manages conflict with her friends, um, and her, and, and, and begins to express her own passions, um, when I can see her in, in positions of, of, of leadership, but like just the, the relationship, I think the trust, um, the, and the authenticity that exists between us is, is one of those things that I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for. It's one of those things that I, I wouldn't trade for the world. Dang, man, that's encouraging. Cause it's like, you know, when, when I, when I was hanging out with you, like weekly, almost daily, it was like, man, you were crushing it as a father already. And now you're saying that it just keeps getting better and better, man. And so that's just good to hear, man. You know, uh, both of us work in a profession where a lot of students, that's not the case, like you said, yeah. you know, who, who lack that. And so anytime I see, you know, that kind of relationship, it, it encourages me. And so thanks for sharing that, man. Thank you. Um, and so on the flip side, kind of on that, though, uh, what is one thing that you one struggle that you've kind of had to overcome throughout your life hmm. yeah i'd say um it's you know it's probably a shadow side of that as as well um it's it's probably like rejection um you know there there's been a you know i i sometimes joke around and i say like one day, and maybe I'm not joking, but I joke around and, I'll, and I say like, one day I'm going to um, write a book and I'm going to, an autobiography and I'm going to call it, you got to be freaking kidding me. Um, because of just some of the things that, that I have experienced and that have happened uh, just in my life where it's like, you yeah. can't make this stuff up. Like, like how? Um, and so I, I, I've experienced like some pretty deep, like rejection, some pretty, some pretty deep uh, betrayal um, just in my, in my life. Like, and, and, and like, if, if you were to make a list of like, who are some of those folks who, 
in your life who are supposed to be the ones that, that really have your back um, and, and that you know you can rely on and depend on? Like, who are those people supposed to be in your life? And for me, like time and time again, um, some of the some of the folks in those categories have have, you know, truly, you know, either, either betrayed or, or, or deeply like rejected me. And, and so I think that the 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 natural response to that, um, I think, is to like callous over and 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 become hard um, and and not allow yourself to like to love or be loved, um, you know, to not put yourself in, in positions with, you know, teenagers who you know, some of these teenagers can be extremely hurtful, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And so yeah. you, you can't, you can't have, you got to have some tough skin if, if this is the, you know, the, the, the game that you're in. And so like some of those things that I think have happened to me in my past and in my past might, might cause me to think like, no, let me not put myself in a position where, um, where I might be able to experience hurt or pain in these, you know, in these ways. And so, you know, I think, um, unfortunately learning, to, to get good at forgiveness because of practice um, and, and situations where I've needed to, to practice it. Um, I think that, that's, that those have been some of the struggles, just, just re rejection, betrayal, um, and learning to, to continue to you know, it's, it's, you know, see them and ask God to, to help you to see them the way that, that God sees them um, when they have, you, know, you either have been hurt in the past or in some instances, are still experiencing, you know, some of yeah. that hurt in, in yeah. real time. Um, I, I'd say that that's, that's been something that um, has been huge in years, in years past uh, that I'm, I'm grateful that God has given the grace to, for, for me to, 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 you know, overcome. Yeah. And so um, kind of leaving the past um, and entering into your future, you know, what is one thing that you look forward to, or maybe a few things that you look forward to in your future? Um, I mean, there's, there's so many things like I, I am a, um, I, I tend to be a visionary in general. And so being someone yeah. who's a visionary in general, that can sometimes be challenging for those who work with me on, you know, and, and or are on my team, because like, I can, my, my, my mind can be, you know, off in the clouds or, or, or thinking far in the future. And, and I'll have my team around me who's like, okay, but like, what are we doing right now? Like, let's, let's figure out what we're doing <laughs> right now. Um, but but I think I, you know, as I, as I think that through, um, you know, let's say with my third place, um, this is, this is an interesting, like, like, um, dichotomy here, because on one hand, like I feel called to my third place and, and there's, there's work to do. There's an assignment. I'm not done with that assignment. And I, and I feel called to it and I'm still doing it. Um, but on the other hand, like some of my heroes and some of my mentors who, who I look you know, look to, I, I've seen them like develop and create things that they've then been able to hand off. And as they've been able to hand those things off um, and, and hand them off to, to, to people who are even more capable than them and, and can, can take what, you know, what they did and take, take it up to it, to a, uh, you know, to another level. And so that's, that's something that's, that's huge um, that, I, that I would like to be able to, to do, you know, um, responsibly um, is, is be able to hand off my, you know, my third place, um, and, and seek God on where God might want me to go next, uh, and move, move there freely. Um, you know, definitely not there again, definitely assignment isn't done, but, but that's maybe one of those things, um, that, that I look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and so if you had to give the younger you one word of advice, uh, I know you probably have a lot of advice. You're constantly giving teenagers and younger, you know, younger versions of you like, you know, like me, uh, words of advice, man, you've given me a lot of advice. There's moments where I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do in my ministry. Let me call Adrian, you know, and I'll call you up, man, and you'll give me advice. But if you had to give the younger you one word of advice, what would you say? One piece of advice, what would you give them? You know what? Um, I'm going to answer that question. But before I answer that question, I'm going to answer a question, a different question that you didn't ask. Um, that That's okay. related, very related. Because I've thought about this, and honestly... Honestly, if I could spend some time with my um, younger self, I would actually ask some advice of my younger self. Hey. Um, because because I think that, you know, as you get older and and as you have, you know, more responsibilities and things that you have to consider and um, uh, uh, just just things that have to be taken into account, it it, it, it becomes more challenging to like, um, I don't know, have the courage and it, or even in some situations, like really when it comes down to it, the faith to, to step out in some, you know, in some ways. And, and I know that like, that's something within myself that I fight to, to still keep, um, you know, fully on fire and fully alive. Um, and I know that that's something that my younger self um, had a better handle on. And so, you know, even if I could speak to myself, like even, even just like 10 years ago self and have a conversation mm. and, and I would ask, that younger self to give me a pep talk. I would ask that younger self to remind me, um, you know, why they do, you know, what they, what they do. Cause, cause I'm, cause I'm constantly asking myself that now, like to, to, to think back on, you know, on, on some of those um, things, because like, I, I, in some ways, like I, I think back on some of the, some of those just leaps of faith that I took and, and mm. I'm like, how, how the heck did I ever, <laughs> you know, did I ever yeah. do that? And, and I, and I would hope that I would still, you know, if, if I felt God calling me, I hope that I would still have the faith and the courage to do that now, but I'm not as sure um, now as I was, you know, way back, way back then. Um, so, so, so I want to make sure that that's communicated. It, it, it definitely wouldn't be a one way, you know, just the, the older quote unquote, older, wiser Adrian. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Man. Giving wisdom yeah. to the younger Adrian, but, but yeah, there's, there's mutuality, but, but yeah, I think, I think I would, um, you know, going back to what I, what I just, what I said a moment ago, how like in this season of my life that there are, this is, this is now actually answering your question. Um, in this season of my life, um, I'm one, you know, even though maybe I have a really good handle on some things that some folks might say are like really great characteristics or things, there are other things, like I said, that are basic that like I, that I still struggle with. And I think I, I would have, I, I really would have pushed myself um, when I was younger and, and, and when there were, um, when there was less that I, that I had my hands in and, and, and were giving leadership to, that I would have, you know, really had a better handle on some of those basics. I would have pushed myself to like discipline myself in some of those things um, way back then. Cause, cause I, I just think like, what if some of those things were not challenges today? Like that, that would be huge. Um, so uh, yeah, like just remember to go into back to some of those like basic professionality um, skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so kind of wrapping up here, 
if you had to sum up your life's mission in one sentence, uh, kind of create a mission statement for yourself. If you're like, I want people to leave this podcast knowing this about Adrian's purpose that God has gifted him with, how would you sum it up? Um, you know, on I guess I guess on the spot uh, where 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 my uh, thinking goes is definitely around bridge building. I, I would say that um, I feel like God has called me to be a bridge builder where many folks believe bridges can't be built. Mm. Um, and and so that that would be the sentence. And and to kind of unpack that a little bit, yeah, I I do feel like. Um, you know, I'm, I'm able to navigate in and out of different places and set, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for me to be like, you know, in the morning, you know, have, having a meeting with the mayor and then in the afternoon, you know, writing up, you know, cur curriculum for a, a, a talk that I'm going to have later with some, you know, teens and then, you know, go over, go out on the street and, and, and help a, fa you know, this, this family that's struggling with a certain particular something, and then find myself in a, at a meeting at APU with deans or vice presidents, and then, you know, lunch with a, a, a knucklehead teenager, and then at a school board <laughs> meeting that night, and then, you know, playing a video game with my daughter, like, like, na navigating in, in and out of those spaces, um, I, I find that many people kind of like, stay within their spaces and stay within like you know they run with these people and these people only or they run with those people and those people only um but being somebody that goes back and forth um i think that that people maybe sometimes believe that like some bridges can't be built um but but i've i've seen them i've seen them built i've seen how god has built those bridges um and because i have the eyes to see that like the again the, the vision to see that um i think that that is uh just one of those major things in my, in my life uh, to, 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 you know, some, some bridges are easier to build than others and some are more challenging. And I feel like God has, has called me to do that. The harder work of, of building the bridges where, where it seems impossible. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I've learned from you is like all these seemingly disconnected parties are interconnected and should be interconnected, right? Like you said, I might be meeting with the teen and then I might be meeting with the uh, vice presidents and deans at APU and I might be meeting with a fellow school board member and I might be meeting with the mayor and then I'm hanging yeah. out with my daughter. But it's like a lot of people would think, oh, you have to take off your hat and you have to take off, you know, put on this hat and take off this hat and put on this hat. But for you, it's like you really, because you are good at bridge building, it's like you see all those things as interrelated. You see all those things as interconnected. And it's like, how can this mayor learn from this student? And how can this student learn from this mayor? And right. kind of, how can you bridge all those worlds together, put them in a pot and bring into a brighter future? And so yeah. a lot of people see it as disconnected, but. Yeah, no, that's that's a great way of putting it. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for taking the time to do this podcast, man. I'm so glad to see you again. It's awesome uh, just to catch up, for people to hear parts of your story, for people to hear parts of what you're doing in your community, man. And well, uh, just great well, before this. No, and I'm grateful for it. And and before before you let me go, like I I just gotta say like. Um, to you, Mikey, man, I'm, I'm so proud of you, bro. Like, like 
I'm just, I'm so encouraged by you um, again, um, seeing you on the grind and seeing you continue to, to just respond to the call that, that God has you and, and, and still loving it and still being real and raw at times, you know, and, and sharing the, the not so easy sides of, of all of it. Um, it's just something that, that like fuels me and gives me so much like encouragement. And so I just want you to know how proud of you I am, um, how grateful I am for you. And, and honestly, Mikey, how much I look up to you. Um, and I'm just, I just appreciate you, brother. So thank you for having me. Brother, man. Well, yeah, bro. Bless you, man. All right, man.